Yesterday I had the opportunity to have mass in a place I've never been before. And it took a long time to get in and to get to where I needed to be. Where I had mass was actually at the prison. And it was a blessing, it was an honor, but a lot of my paperwork was hard to find and it was a battle to get in. But to celebrate mass with men who were in prison was something I'll probably never forget because when I look at my own life, I've done things that I'm not proud of and I've done things that probably should have put me behind bars at some point or some time. And then to be able to preach the gospel and to witness to these men and to see their gratitude and it was beautiful. And I just really enjoyed going through this gospel reading because this is something that you and I really have to take to heart. Especially when we know that some people are imprisoned in their own lives, enslaved to sin, and we have the opportunity to tell them about the good news of Jesus Christ. You know, we hear from the beginning of the Gospel of Luke this week, and I really encourage you to read through this first portion because it opens with the beginning and talking about having eyewitnesses and investigating and accuracy and having certainty. You know, there's so many people who consider themselves Christians or even Catholic, but are not even certain about their beliefs. The Lord did not come here to confuse us, right? He wanted us to be firm in our belief, to have him as our rock, right? Have a firm foundation. So when we begin with this gospel, just ask yourself right now, how confident are you that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is a second person in Trinity, that Jesus is God, and that he loves humanity, he loves you? And are you certain that your sins are forgiven when you go to confession? And your sins can be forgiven, right? Have you investigated the faith? Like, have you looked through it? Do you have a good defense for your faith? And what is your witness, right? That you have come to the certainty of the teachings. What is your witness? I want to briefly share with you my witness. This is what I did with the men last night. And it was an honor. I was pretty fired up because I just really loved being with them. I don't know. I just set my heart on fire so much. And you know, I read this exact gospel where it says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And news of him spread throughout the whole region. Right, so people heard about Jesus. There's this buzz about him, and anytime there's not a buzz about Jesus, it ain't Jesus, right? You know, whether he's doing something simple, there's still a buzz about him. And it says he taught in their synagogues and was praised by all, so he's upsetting the local officials. And that's what Jesus wants to do in, in our hearts a lot of times. So he wants to upset the officials of the different vices or the different sins, the different things we are enslaved to. And he wants to upset that he wants to be Lord, right? But he comes to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and he went according to his custom to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And he stands up to read, and just imagine him being handed the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. And just imagine him unrolling the scroll. And he's about to tell people why the Father sent him. Why he came. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. Good news, right? So bombarded in our culture with negative news. He says, he has, Jesus says, he has sent me 
to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to let the oppressed go free and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. So many people are bound and enslaved. They are captive in fear. So many of us are blind in so many different ways. A great prayer to pray is, Lord, reveal to me my blind spots. Help me see what I ought to see. But also it's this recovery of sight to the blind. So maybe you've fallen away from the faith or you've gotten away from confession or adoration and it doesn't allow you to see. For those who feel oppressed, they just feel bombarded. That's why the Lord came, to take on that burden himself. And very slowly, Jesus rolls up the scroll and he hands it back to the attendant and sat down And it says the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. And that's what you and I need to do often, is look intently at Jesus in his face. Primarily in the Holy Eucharist and adoration, but also in your brothers and sisters. So I was looking at those prisoners, I saw the face of Christ. I saw them have hope, you know. And I talked about the the need for us to have reliance upon the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that was upon the Lord. It says Jesus came to Galilee, or returned to Galilee, in the power of His Spirit. And I just want you to ask yourselves, are you living with conviction because you're filled with the Spirit? Our God, who is so extremely big, enormous, is mysterious, is also very simple. What I encourage the men to do was to pray three simple words. And those words were, Come, Holy Spirit. The Catechism teaches us that we're called to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us every single day, all day long. So that you and I can be Christ to others and see Christ in others. And even in ourselves. You know, you'd think after six years of seminary and almost five years of being a priest, I'd have more to tell you than to pray the words, come Holy Spirit, but I don't. We need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. So he can be set on fire and he can burn away all the doubts in our hearts so that we can look and investigate and be certain of our faith. So why don't we just do that right now? Just pray the words, come Holy Spirit with me three times. I want to challenge you to do that all day long, the rest of your life. Keep praying, come Holy Spirit. And little by little, you will see your life change because everything the Holy Spirit touches, he transforms into something beautiful. And our world has seen enough ugliness And the Lord, when he came to Nazareth, he knew that things were getting ugly and he came to transform them with beauty. And that is what our world needs so badly right now. So if you'd pray with me three times, come Holy Spirit and let us just rest in silence and stop having to control everything so we can look intently at Jesus with our eyes, the eyes of our heart, and let him look back at us 
so we may know that we are beloved children of God. We are beautiful. We are the apple of his eye. And we are precious to him. As we pray three times, come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit.